The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. When you work with a diabetic client compared to a quote-unquote normal client without diabetes, do you ever get the impression that somebody living with diabetes has more of a limiting belief in terms of what they feel they can achieve it's um i think i think it's so individual i think that that limiting belief definitely can exist from from seeing you know other things that that non-diabetic clients are achieving but i think that limit that limiting belief can can quickly be can be gone do you know what i mean i think that um I think one that I've seen quite commonly is people who are going from home workouts to actually moving into a gym environment is there's a real concern that they're out of their, their little bubble at home, their sort of comfort bubble. And that as soon as they're going to get in the gym, they're going to have a really bad hypo and they're not going to know how to deal with it. That's, that's like a real concern for a lot of people that I see. And, um, and I've said, you know, obviously to all of them, just take it step by step, obviously have plenty of hypo treatments with you, test, test and test again, just because we want to see exactly what your bloods are doing, what's that trend looking like. And it's when you spot those trends, you can get that consistency and you can better plan for it. And before you know, it's just going to be second nature. So yeah, I think that's, that's, um, that's definitely a limiting belief is for some of my clients who are newer to the world of fitness where they're just moving from that that comfort zone at home into an actual gym, I think there definitely is concerns about about managing their diabetes in that new environment. Yeah, and I think the important thing, as you said, trial and error, trial and error, trial and error, because mm. the best way to learn about your diabetes is always getting as much data as possible. Yeah, completely. And one of my clients went to a children's diabetic camp when she was a child. And one of the main things and the quote that stuck out to her that she passed on to me that stuck out to me <laughs> that somebody gave her in the in the camp was there's no such thing as a good or a bad blood sugar. It's just information. And I yeah, think so true how we respond to our highs, how we respond to our lows, how we 
analyze and acknowledge that information is very, very important because if we acknowledge it, understand it and analyze it, it gives us the ability moving forward to say, right, what do I need to change? Or what do I need to do differently? Or why did that happen? Yeah. You know, because if we aren't paying attention to why lows are happening or why highs are happening at certain times a day or around different types of activities that we're doing, we don't know what adjustments to make. And that's yeah. where the complication can come in, where we're kind of blind to our blood sugar in the sense of we're not paying attention to what we're doing now and how it's impacting us in the future. And what I always say is there's no set time for our blood sugar. What I mean, what I mean by that is our blood sugar is constantly a continuation of itself. And it's That's like so true. what I did two hours ago is affect my blood sugar right now. What yeah. I'm doing right now is going to affect my blood sugar in two hours potentially. Yeah. So that's why I always with clients keep the kind of consistent management there, not obsessing over it, but understanding that the simple fact, my nighttime routine is going to have a direct impact on my overnight blood sugar. And my overnight blood sugar is going to have a direct impact on my morning blood sugar. And yeah. then my morning blood sugar is going to have a direct impact on my blood sugar for the rest of the day. So if we're in the mindset of that constant continuation of what did I do? What am I doing? And what am I going to do? And how is my blood sugar going to react? It lets us kind of open up our mind to analyze how different things affect our blood sugar at different times. Yeah, completely. And I think once you get that mindset, it's, it's what completely changes your management. And I want to touch briefly on what you said about, um, about it's just data, your blood sugar. And I think that's so key. I think that when we have an emotional attachment to a blood sugar reading, you know, we've, we've all been guilty of it, right? At some point where your blood sugar is really high and you kind of like rage bolus and you put way too much insulin in because you just in that moment think it's going to come down anyway faster, mm. right? And it's just when you do those things that you just get yourself into all sorts of problems. And I think, yeah, it's so key. Like don't emotionally attach yourself to a blood sugar number. Obviously, right, no one wants to wake up in the morning and see their blood sugar at like 18. It's not ideal. It's not a good feeling. But if you can detach yourself from the emotional side of things and just look at it like a number. And, and as you say perfectly, like, what did I do last night before I went to bed? What's my basal at? You know, what was my activity yesterday? Did I spend the whole day in bed or did I climb a mountain or train legs? And it's when you look at it like data rather than an emotion, you can really take a step back and start to analyze it. And that's when you can crack it. That's when you can really think, cool, right, I'm getting it now. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at what was it doing last week? How did I act? And the more data that you get and the more you can educate yourself about it and analyze it, that's when you can really just boss your diabetes. Mm. 100%. Couldn't agree more. And I think what I always say and what I will continue to say is if we can analyze our blood sugar objectively instead of react emotionally, we're already at an advantage. And I was yeah. actually only speaking about this on a podcast a couple of weeks ago about how oftentimes it's not the number itself that pisses us off or that frustrates us or makes us rage ball us. 
from my experience, it's what we associate that number with. Yeah. You know, am I associating it with me not being in control of my bloods? Am I associating it with longer term complications? Yeah. Is it the sudden realization of the condition I'm living with? You know, am I annoyed because people around me don't have to deal with it? Yeah. And it's more so the attachment to what that means rather than the number staring back because the number is just information. The number is just data. So as you say, if you can separate yourself from that, as difficult as it is at times, we've all been there where sometimes you want to just throw your phone out the window. Yeah. But um, what I say too is, in those moments where we feel like throwing our phone out the window, that's the only time that we can actually practice responding in a better way. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.